At the University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way, not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. As a priest, I'm living proof that when you just simply say yes to the Lord, your life is fulfilled 10,000 times beyond what you could have imagined in any other life. And um, that's the gift of, of a pers- personal call in which God really does want what's best for us. Faith, at the most fundamental level, is is founded on a promise of God. And if I'm willing to step out in faith that God has asked me to, to live in a certain way, I have to trust that He's going to take care of me. It's, it's the entirety of the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes is a basic dependence upon the God of, of Providence. And so I've experienced that in my own life in, in many, many ways. And I can speak for my brother priest as well. Uh, we, we sit and, and talk about it a lot and just the ways in which God fulfills things in our lives beyond what we could have imagined if we had done things our own way. This is Marianne Benoit from St. Joseph's in Red Lake Falls. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. The 34th Annual Bike Race and Ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsboro to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. Thank you for joining us this fine morning in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're broadcasting to you live. It's Real Presence Live. Yes, it is. It's been a good morning so far. It's gone hour, quickly as it always does. Hour one is done yeah. already. Yeah. Hard to believe. I know. But? Powerful. Powerful. Hour. Um, we, that, that first segment with Jody Clemens, again, we've, we talked about um, it during the, 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 the straight talk segment, but just um, her own sharing about her own experience of having an abortion. Yeah. Um, Pretty amazing. Yep. Pretty amazing. Yep. So big event going on up in Minot. There will be seven women um, sharing their experiences mm-hmm. at that convention, and that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have our very own Bishop Paul Swain here this morning. Morning, morning. Bishop. How are you? I'm good. Good. Old but good. Oh, Old. you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you are good. God's, God's been good to me. So. <laughs> Amen. Amen. How's your Lent been going? Pretty good. I could do better. Can't we all? <laughs> got a couple more weeks, so we'll see. That's right. <laughs> Just right. hang on. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Well, the reason we actually brought you on today, we've talked about um, your <laughs> story, uh, your conversion story before on LAM Radio, but the whole network of North Dakota, South Dakota, into Minnesota, Wyoming, hasn't heard your great story. So we we're hoping we could get to talk about that this morning. It, this is I, I'm not sure how great it is, <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. It's real. <laughs> Bishop, could you move the mic a little bit closer to you? Sure. Uh, thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. Isn't that? I mean, my experience, at least, talking with people about their stories, is so often we feel like 
it's not much of a story, but it yeah. is a real one. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think Bishop, <laughs> yours is an interesting one. So tell us a little bit about your history as far as um, you know going to school and your professional life. Well, I've uh, grew up. My grandparents raised us six kids. My parents were divorced when I was very young. And so we grew up in a family with wonderful people, but no faith element, basically, in our household. And so I really wasn't really introduced much into any aspect of of faith. Um, But they were just wonderful people, taking Mm -hmm. in six kids when they should be planning their retirement. And a wonderful influence, obviously, and I'm very grateful to them. So then I, w- I graduated from high school in Western New York, and then I went to college in Ohio to study history and speech. Um, and then I decided to go to graduate school. I couldn't decide whether I was going to go to graduate school or law school at that time. Mm-hmm. And I decided to go to graduate school because it's a shorter program. <laughs> 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 um, and so I went to the University of Wisconsin in Madison and received a master's in political science. That's when things started to be unfolded. Uh, it was the Vietnam era, mm-hmm. uh, and I was, uh, we had the draft in those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I just decided I was going to join the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And so I did, became an air intelligence officer in the Air Force, uh, and including time in Vietnam, which was a life-changing experience. We can't really articulate what war does mm-hmm. to people, both some some of it horrible, of course, and we have many examples of those who, you know, are really affected in a very negative way for the rest of their lives. But it also is an eye-opening. So what's really important in your life? And uh, there I got to be friends with a, a couple uh, who were Catholics mm-hmm. who had moved from North Vietnam to South Vietnam because they wanted to practice the faith. Mm. Uh, and they just touched me deeply. They have a couple of beautiful little boys, and it just stuck with me. But I still wasn't um, wasn't into <laughs> into religion very much. You weren't practicing anything at that point. I wasn't stuff. really. Okay. Well, you know, it's kind of a social Christian in a sense that okay. you know, if I, when my conscience bothered me, or, or people asked me, I would go to church. It's, but it wasn't. I wasn't a regular. I was a social Christian, not a believing Christian at the time. Right. Uh, then I uh, I came back from Vietnam and went to law school, uh, practiced law in Madison, Wisconsin, got involved in politics, became legal counsel to a governor of Wisconsin, and that was really one of the those, those beautiful moments, but but difficult with the challenges that come to that office. Not like the challenges that come to a bishop's office. Right. <laughs> you know the the types of things where. Uh, <coughs> They're either too hot to handle it, and nobody else wants to deal with them, or there's no op- there's no clear answer, um, and that just made made me start thinking. And uh, anyway, he decided he wasn't going to run for re-election, so I knew I had to get another job because staff served yeah. at the pleasure of the governor. Uh, and so I, I was in my 30s, uh, so I asked myself, is there anything in the world that I could do with the rest of my life? What would that be? And this is where the <laughs> Strange thing happened. The word priest came into my mind. It was that clear? And uh, you know, I said, "Priest." I'm not even. I'm not Catholic. even a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> and not practicing really. You did not right? practice anything really effectively. 
Uh, and yet it was that clear. And I just took that as a sign that God was saying, you need to get your act in order. Mm. And, you know, I, I was living that life. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't grounded. And so I just followed up on that. Uh, Bishop, if I just ask a question about that. Like, what were you, like, um, when that word popped in, was it, was that a quiet moment? Were you at home drinking coffee, or were you driving your car in Madison? Or what was the setting? when? Actually, when I was walking. You were walking. And just thinking about, what am I going to do now? Yeah. I, no, uh, uh, we weren't out of office yet, so yep. I, just, I had time. Yep. So I yep. just let's look and see what what the options might be. And I, that was not one of going for a walk and thinking and priest. <laughs> yeah, okay, priest, priest and, uh, um, and but it was that clear. And I think God was just trying to get my attention, it hit me over the head with something was unusual. So the moral of the story is don't go for walks. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't recommend that. <laughs> be careful what happens when you go. Right, for a walk. right. There we go. <laughs> Um, and so then I followed up on that, um, talking to some others who, who I valued as friends, and uh, including a Catholic priests, and um, just to see where the spiritual journey was going. This is more of a spiritual journey at that mm-hmm. point than a, a vocation mm-hmm. journey, at least in my mind at that time. <coughs> and so that led me to uh, seek instruction in the church. Um, and... Uh, and that was a beautiful thing. I I remember so much how awkward it was for me. I'd go to mass. And I didn't understand it. Right. Uh, you know, I would try to pretend I knew where I was in the missalette. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> but I didn't. And uh, um, but it just grew on me as as I experienced the mass. I experienced the sacred art, um, stations of the cross, and all those things, which it, which were relatively new to me. Um, and it just kind of opened my heart more and more and more. And so that's when uh, I saw an instruction. Um, it took a while. I pulled back once, said I'm not ready because mm. I'm not really sure this is the right thing. Um, but God doesn't give up on us. I certainly have learned that. And uh, eventually I uh, it was on Holy Thursday. Was be- this was before RCIE was in existence and uh, so I was received into the church on Holy Thursday the only people in the church that day were the priest and my sponsor Mm. who was a co-worker in the governor's office Um, but that that was it it was kind of a a lonely right (laughs) yeah not like the big Easter vigil way it is now like you said with RCIA was there one thing you know when you're looking back at that very beginning of your Uh, Catholic life was there one thing that you fell in love with first about the Catholic Church I think the beauty Mm. I I really you know if if you're not knowledgeable about anything it's the visual Mm. that really affects you and I think that's one of the reasons why as you know here I have sacred art is very important Mm -hmm. certainly important to to the restoration of the cathedral here in Sioux Falls Um, because, of course, sacred art came out of those days when people couldn't read or write. Mm-hmm. And so it was a way of teaching right. the faith. Right. And it still does. Mm-hmm. It still does. And, uh, and it's, it's a wonderful gift. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Rural Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Heather Caro. And we are on this morning with Bishop Paul Swain, the, the bishop here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, talking about um, his journey uh, as an adult convert into the church. 
Um, so you, Bishop, you're just talking about beauty as something that really grabbed you at the beginning. Were there any big obstacles for you at the beginning? You mentioned you you pulled back. Was, was there an issue or a teaching or something else that that gave you significant pause? Well, I think the the evil one was there, frankly, mm-hmm. trying to discourage me. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I did mention that I, that I think was very important and more subtle than I than, than I knew at the time, and that is uh, the governor I worked for had been president of one of the state universities in Wisconsin. And they had a sister campus in Poland. Mm. And then Cardinal Wojciech came there, stayed with this governor. Really? really? Before he was governor. And the governor was elected governor just at the, in, in November, and John Paul was elected pope uh, in October, wow. the same year. So, I mean, there's just kind of a congruence. Wow. That's yeah, I've never, I didn't know that. I yeah, didn't either. Really, wow. I have a picture of them together. And wow. So <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and I think, you know, those subtle influences, God uses the real world yeah. to encourage us. Yep. So after, so what was it like, just as a layman, even before you considered the priesthood, what was it like those first days, months, years as a Catholic? Well, it was, I, I felt at home. It's a common thing among converts. Mm-hmm. It's when you actually say yes, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you feel like you're home. You're taking, as one, one convert said, taking your place at a table that's long been empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a comfort there. But then I went back to practicing law. I, you know, I didn't okay. had no thought of going beyond that. Okay. Um, but God didn't give up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pri- priest was still there. Okay, okay. So how did you get into that thought process of becoming a priest? Well, w- it wouldn't leave me. It wouldn't. <laughs> and so, you know, I said, well, I've got to check this out because I don't know exactly what that means. God's tel- telling me something. I don't know exactly what that is. Uh, and so, again, I did some independent reading, talked to a few people. I didn't tell many people mm-hmm. about it. Actually, and, and, and talked to the vocation director and the bishop there at the time was a wonderful, wonderful man, Cletus O'Donnell. And in those days, older people like me, you know, I was received in a church at the age of 39. Um, most seminaries would not accept somebody mm. that ancient. <laughs> and, uh, but this bishop d- did. He took mm-hmm. a chance on me. Uh, and I was forever grateful to him. Mm. Um, now, of course, seminaries except anybody <laughs> at the age right. which is a w- wonderful development right. but you look at some of the great saints they they came they took had a journey and and entered the church and the priesthood leader in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bishop we've got about three or so minutes left uh, a couple of audience potential audiences in mind i'm wondering how you would speak to them if somebody's at home not catholic and they're thinking about joining the church what would you say to them don't don't be afraid of it. Explore it. Pray about it. Talk to others, particularly about it, and go to church and and experience the liturgy, particularly. But uh, uh, it, is, it is such a beautiful the treasures of the church, mm-hmm. is the very spiritualities, the arts, the music, all of that, uh, really is stirring if we open our heart to them. Mm-hmm. But so often we're afraid, like I was. And I didn't want to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to embarrass myself <laughs> by <laughs> saying I'm really thinking about this. Um, and even when I went to seminary, uh, most people did not know. And when I drove out of town, I mailed a letter to about 90 friends 
telling him I'm going to seminary <laughs> <laughs> and left town. <laughs> uh, and, and so there is, there's a hesitancy, and I understand that completely, but it's worth it. The journey's hard sometimes, uh, but it's worth it, even with all this going on in the church today. Jesus Christ is the center, mm-hmm. and as long as we keep him at the center, whatever else is going on in our lives, put it in perspective. Amen. Amen. And and if somebody's fallen away uh, from the faith, what encouragement might you offer them? Don't give up. You're always you're always loved. In the in the reading this morning at Mass in Isaiah, um, God will never forget you, mm. even though we sometimes forget Him. Mm. He's always there for us. And there comes a time in almost anybody's life where you need something more than just the intellect. Mm-hmm. Y- you need the spiritual peace, and uh, and God's there for us. Amen. Very patient, but also persistent. Patient and persistent. Great. Well, thank you for being on with thank us you, this morning. No, thank you for inviting me. Will you part us with your blessing? Lord, be with you. And, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, now and, and forever. forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made, made heaven, heaven and earth. earth. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Thank you, Bishop. Okay, up next, it's time to take a 10-minute tour around our area with local events. Later in the show, we'll hear how you can support a local school with your heart of gold. More on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Hello, my name is Father Brian Cuiava from the Diocese of Crookston. You know, sometimes in my prayer or in my life, I'm going through like dry periods, you know, where I'm praying and it feels like nothing is happening. It feels like God isn't really there. I'm just kind of sitting there. And it's in those moments that I'm reminded that there is a gift from the Lord, just simply called perseverance, where I might be running into this wall, but the Lord in that moment is just inviting me to be purified of whatever it is that I need to be purified of and to simply persevere in my life of prayer. 
particular gift that helps us in this pursuit of perseverance so that we can grow in our relationship with the Lord is the gift of fortitude. Fortitude helps us to see the obstacles that are in our way of perfect and and good relationship with the Lord and actually helps us to look forward to going up against those obstacles, to overcoming them, of course, by the grace of God. But above all, it encourages us to persevere in the faith so that we do not give up, but instead we can persevere to the end and remain close to Jesus, even in our times of suffering. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're your hosts this morning, broadcasting to you live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. It's been a great morning so far. Yes, it has. We just had Bishop Swain on, sharing part of his conversion story. That was fun. We got some nuggets we'd never heard yes, before. Yes, I, we love did. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, it is time for our. I was. Oh, I was waiting. I know. Still waiting. Still waiting. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) It is time for our 10-minute tour of our events going on around the dioceses. 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 So let's start over in Proctor, Minnesota with Valerie. Good morning, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Good morning, uh, Heather, Dr. Chris. It's a pleasure to speak to you guys today. Yes, I just want to let you know about a chicken dinner that our church in Proctor, Minnesota, just about outside of Duluth, is having at St. Rose annual, semi-annual chicken dinner being held this Sunday, April 7th, from 12.30 till 3.30 this afternoon, this the coming afternoon, and the menu is delicious. It is baked chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans, <laughs> dinner rolls, coleslaw, cranberry sauce, and you get all of this for the low price of $10.00. And kids ages 6 to 12 are $5, and those 5 and under are free. And this price includes your coffee, your milk, your dessert of banana cream pie, and your gratuity. You you can't Mm. beat that, right? No, amen, Valerie. (laughs) Yes, takeouts are available. We'll also have uh, raffle drawings during the course of the event. We'll have a bake sale, so you can pick up your um, Easter baked goodies that day. And we also have what we call priest-approved banana bread. And we have Priest so many approved. of them <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. And uh, Holy, uh, St. Rose is handicap accessible. We're located at 3 6th Avenue, Proctor, Minnesota. And it's from 1230 to 3.30 this afternoon. Our website, if you need to check out more details, is strayfieldandstrayrose.com. Yeah, Great. So I just wanted to let you guys know about our chicken dinner. I really appreciate you guys having me on today. Great. Thank you so much, Valerie. So chicken okay, dinner and so bake sale. What is what is priest-approved banana bread? Well, all the priests that we've had at the <laughs> church the last over the last few years, they sign off saying that they approve this <laughs> banana bread. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and it's really good. I didn't know I needed my banana bread approved. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Valerie. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Valerie. you guys so much. Have God a great bless. day. Thank you. you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next event is at the Diocese of Rapid City. They're having their pastoral ministry days. The dates for the pastoral ministry days is April 7th through the 9th. The Diocese of Rapid City is hosting their pastoral ministry days April 7th through the 9th at the Terra Sancta Retreat Center in Rapid City. The theme for this year's conference is One Spirit, with a focus being on priests and laity working together to form the mystical body of Christ. 
Cost of the retreat is $80. You can register online at pmd2019.com. Again, that's pmd2019.com for Pastoral Ministry Days, April 7th through the 9th at Terra Sancta Retreat Center in Rapid City. And also, well, not also in also <laughs> coming up this Saturday, April sixth, at Saint Joseph's Catholic Church in Moorhead, is a blessed marriage: the message of the Beatitudes Lenten retreat. This is a couple retreat, um, a couples-led retreat through a reflection on the Beatitudes from Matthew chapter five. It's appropriate for married couples of all ages, as well as engaged couples and singles. The retreat will include an afternoon of reflection by Deacon Mark of the Ministries of marriage, family, and respect life for the Diocese of Crookston. The retreat begins at 1 p.m. All are invited to stay for Mass, which will include a blessing for all in attendance. Uh, There is dinner and social time after Mass as well. The cost is $10 per person and includes the cost of dinner. So again, that's uh, this Saturday, April 6th, St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Moorhead, Minnesota. All right. Well done. A couple things coming up. uh, Western South Dakota, uh, Western North Minnesota. Yes. And we will move on from there. Um, We're to just holding our breath for the ding. There it go. is. There we go. <laughs> okay, moving right along. We are going over to Duluth. Uh, do we have Don or David on the phone? This is Don on the phone. Good morning. Hi, Wonderful. Don. Morning, Don. How are you guys doing today? Good. We are How doing are well. What's going on at the cathedral in Duluth? Yeah, so uh, next week on April 7th through the 10th, starting at 7 p.m., we're going to have a Lenten mission again. We had a Lenten mission last year as well, put on by uh, one of the priests, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. So we have another uh, priest from the same order back again this year, Father Juniper Adams, and he's going to be talking on those four nights about the first words of Jesus in the four Gospels. So the first thing that Jesus says to us oh, and yeah. we're able to encounter him in, in those uh, scriptures so the time has come uh, in Mark 1 let it be like this for Matthew 3 why were you looking for me Luke uh, chapter 2 and then what is it you want John chapter 1 so this is a free event it's something that people can come to every night all four nights or you can come just one of the nights um, but certainly we encourage people you don't have to be Catholic you know just Basically, an interest in encountering Christ is kind of really the only uh, prerequisite for coming. So, I you know greatly encourage everybody who's listening to, uh, if you don't live in the Duluth area, maybe you know somebody, give them a call, let them know about this event, or if you are in the Duluth area, uh, be sure to stop by next week. Then, when is it again, Don? Did you say? Yeah, so it's going to be uh, April seventh through the tenth. So four days, seventh, uh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. And at 7 p.m. each night, for how long do you expect it to go? Like yeah, uh, an hour are, or two hours? A, yeah, it's approximately, I think, about an hour. Uh, I think uh, the other thing I, I forgot to mention, I think on Wednesday they're also going to have confessions during his um, during his actual talk, too. So um, Because there's some opportunities there for additional uh, sacrament uh, Great. partaking. So. Great. Thanks, Don. Yeah, thank you. Have a great God day. God bless. You too. Yeah, Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, well, up next we were going to try and get Bobby on the line, but we're just going to read his event instead. So um, it is a parish mission uh, featuring Shelley Presler at St. Anthony Church in Newtown. 
April 7th through the 9th. It's titled Return to Joy. Each evening, it'll be from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be events such as mass, stations, and Eucharistic adoration. Shelley's talk begins at 6 p.m. with opportunities for reconciliation. Come and listen to life-changing stories of mercy and love and forgiveness. April 7th through the 9th at St. Anthony's Church in Newtown. North Dakota. North Dakota. Do we have a Newtown, South Dakota? I don't know. Maybe there's a Newtown, Minnesota. I don't know. So that's... That's it for our 10-minute tour. Yep. So we're now we're just passing the time until the bus, so the car, let's, let's the station wagon. Is it a, I think we should make it a station wagon. Do you? Does know. it have a special sound? Talk about the women's conference coming up. Uh, June 15th, Diocese Sioux Falls. If you go to www.sfcatholic.org slash women's conference. Beloved, uh, we are excited to have Jennifer Fulweiler. That's awesome. And Barbara Heil as keynoters. Um, this is a great event. You can register online, find out more information online. Uh, we're going to have photo booths. We're going to have great yeah. food, time to socialize, chapel for prayer, for adoration, mass with Bishop Swain, who was in earlier. Um, so, yeah, June 15th. Well, Sioux and Falls, the fun South part Dakota. about it for the women is women, you're, you're like the, the queens of the day. Yeah, they oh, have I, Knights yeah. of Columbus come in and serve and do all this fun men, stuff. Men, just men in general. Not just oh, you're, you're serving too? Yeah. Yes. I'm coming just so you I serve help. me. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. a great opportunity. And women can also reserve tables. Yep. Buy out whole tables and fill your tables. Yeah. So. so last year we sold out, um, so we're anticipating selling out again. So go online as soon as you can and register, sfcatholic.org slash women's conference. There and go. there was the closing bell. See, we filled that just fine. All Amen. right. Well, if you wanted your event um, on this segment, just give Brandon a call at 877-795-0122, and we'd be happy to feature it. Uh, Coming up next, what can a young person learn about their faith through getting hands-on farm experience? Jason and Lynn, a local family, will get into these details. And later, how can you support high school in need in the Rochester area? Scott Nielsen from Rochester Catholic Schools will provide more details. Real Presence Live continues on the other side of this break. See you in a bit. This is Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rochester Catholic Schools welcomes you to an all-new Hearts of Gold, Friday, April 26, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the brand-new Hilton in downtown Rochester. The event's theme is Cirque in the City, and there will be a cocktail party atmosphere with cuisine available at several unique food stations, plus a VIP hour at 5.30. Individual tickets and host table options are available by visiting rcsmn.org backslash hearts of gold. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're broadcasting to you live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And you're listening to Real Presence Live, and it's been a fine, fine morning. It always goes by quickly. There was really half an hour left. I know. And I, I think I could talk to all our guests for a very long time. Oh, yeah, time. definitely. It's, been, it's been a great morning. If you've missed any of our talks or <laughs> interviews that we've had this morning, they will be posted online later in the day at yourcatholicradiostation.com. You can hear us over and over and over <laughs> and over. To your heart's content. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're moving right along. I find this next topic very interesting. We have Jason and Lynn Cotterbaugh on the line with us. Good morning, Jason and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. All right, so tell tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll let you decide who goes first. All right, well, I'm Jason Cotterbaugh. Um, my wife is the better half, but uh, we <laughs> have been married for over 20 years, and uh, we've been in the Fargo-Moorhead area for 16 years. Um, I'm currently the principal at Holy Spirit Elementary School, and I've been there for 16 years, moved down to take the job, and I'll let Lynn introduce herself. Yeah, and we have seven kids, and I wow. am a foster care coordinator. I work for Lutheran Social Services in Minnesota, and I licensed foster homes. Um, wow. So, yeah, that's kind of our professional life. And mm-hmm. we have seven kids ranging in age from uh, almost 15 down to five years old. Wonderful. And are you foster um, parents? We are not foster parents. I license okay. foster homes, but um, okay. we are not foster parents your, ourselves. Your house is full. Our house is <laughs> full. Yeah, it's kind of full. And it's busy. <laughs> it's wonderful. That's all right. It. Yes. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking with you about Harvest Hope Farm. Um, I'll let you choose. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what this is. Har- Harvest Hope Farm farm. Yeah, so we um, established Harvest Hope Farm a little over a year ago, about a year and a half ago. Um, It's a nonprofit organization, and it was just something that um, really came to me through uh, listening to God on walks in our forest, and we just decided that we needed to find a way to bless other people by what we've been blessed with. Um, And we wanted to find a way to get kids back out in nature um, to have them experience all of 
the wonders that you have out in nature um, and just to bless other people in many ways. Um, so our mission is our mission is uh, to bring hope to others who might be experiencing um, physical or spiritual or financial hardships um, and to do that through a hands-on farm experience. So, um, yeah, so last summer we had our first farm camp. Um, it was wonderful. We, um, we raised sheep, which is another thing that kind of came to us through listening to God. Um, and our sheep are some special sheep that are, um, it, it could potentially be carrying a cure for a disease called Huntington's disease which is very near and dear to my heart because my mom and sister both died from Huntington's mm. disease. Um, so that's part of how we're bringing hope to others physically is um, by helping in some research for Huntington's. Yeah, and um, and then we, yeah, we have our farm camps. Um, so tell us a little bit about what goes on at the farm camp. Okay, go ahead, Jason. Well, at farm camp, it's Wednesday <laughs> evenings and it's kids that get to come out to the farm and just experience farm by getting their hands dirty and enjoying uh, some unplugged time, which is also really mm-hmm. cool yeah. to be able to to get together, to work together for a bigger and common you know goal of just helping others. And they know that coming in that we're going to, each child has a six foot by four foot uh, by two foot garden bed. And the, the produce that they grow in this garden bed is going to be given away to far families in need in the FM area. And we take applications for that, for that need. But it's really awesome to see that, you know, when you talk about, when you talk about God's blessings and the law of sowing and reaping, you know, kids know that, you know, it's going to take time, it's going to take patience, but we're going to help, you know, look at the soil, provide a good foundation in that soil for seeds to grow and to blossom and then it'll be tenfold a hundredfold a thousandfold of seeds and produce that be that can be given to think that you can plant seeds or to plant one tomato plant and that is going to bless a family of of six that's in need that really couldn't afford fresh produce and you're going to drop it off at their door how excited they are to yeah. get that in August and September when you're reaping the fruits of your labor. So do the kids come back and help with that part? Oh. Yeah, so so last summer, um, and so this summer start, our farm camp starts May 29th. The kids mm-hmm. come out for an hour and a half each week. They come out Wednesday okay. nights from 6 to 7.30. Um, so last summer we had 17 kids attend our camp. This summer we're hoping for 25 to 30. Um, the kids come out each week, they prepare their garden the first week, they get it all ready for planting, the second week they plant their garden, and then all summer long when they come out, they're weeding, they're watering, they're, you know, doing whatever needs to be done in their garden, and then when the, when the fruits of their labor starts come to fruition, they start picking those vegetables, they clean them, we get them boxed up, and then... Um, the kids don't help deliver them because of confidentiality issues. So oh, okay. um, the families that the food goes to, um, we deliver that ourselves. Um, we have a pickup point where the families meet us. A couple of the families, we last year we dropped off to their homes because of their issues. Um, 
But yeah, last year we were able to provide produce for 12 weeks to 33 individuals. Um, and we hope to double that this summer and to just kind of keep growing that. So how many, how, so how many kids took part last summer? Last summer, there were 17 kids. Okay. Um, this summer we're hoping to have 25 to 30 kids participate and we're starting to, as soon as the snow melts, we'll start to get ready for that. And, um, but yeah, they each have their own garden bed that they raise. And then besides working in the gardens, they work with the animals. They learn about how to care for animals um, what those animals provide for uh, for humans, um, you know, in regard to meat and eggs and things like that. And um, so, if if yeah. people are interested in joining for this next session, can you give us some details about when it starts and how they can get a hold of yep. you? Yeah, it starts the last Wednesday in May, and um, they can go to our website, which is harvesthopefarm.org, and all of the information is on there. Registration forms, everything's right there. So and have you ever um, thought about doing it for adults? You know, we get that question oh, yes. all the time. Yes. Yeah. And, and we are we are going to work that in probably for next summer where we do an adult farm camp as well. Yes, we get that question often. We also want to grow into um, doing one for veterans, possibly, um, and just for some different, you know, different groups of people that we think could benefit from being out in nature and um, just having that peacefulness without yeah. all the electronics that we have these days. And, yep. you know, um, I think kids benefit from it tremendously. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. You know, at the end of farm camp, we usually have 10 or 15 minutes where the kids just get free time to run around in the woods or, you know, just play on the playground or, you know, whatever they might want to do. And it's just fun to watch them. So yeah. great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a really, really what, fun and camp. What's the episode? Sorry. What's the website? One more time. Um, it is harvesthopefarm.org. Great. Right. And then we're also on Facebook too at Harvest Hope Farm. So great. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, thanks, Jason yeah. and Lynn. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing Thank about you. your. Yes. yes. Coming up, you won't want to miss an opportunity to help students in expanding options for preparation for college. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. We'll have more on that topic just after this break. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labarade Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166-594. The 34th Annual Bike Race and Ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsboro to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. Real Presence Radio gives us an opportunity to sanctify the airwaves, if Mm -hmm. you will. It's all forms of modern communication that we're so used to today. 
This is one that people again and again tell me how they tune in, you know. So yeah. it's at these times where maybe in your car or you maybe have time at your workplace, wherever you are, or in between things at home, um, just tuning into the radio for a little bit. And to think that on an ongoing basis, you know, we're able to talk about Jesus and talk about our faith and extend hope and joy to people as they listen to us. So Real Presence Radio has just been a great blessing to our diocese. And I know people of Duluth and Superior, you know, we have access to Real Presence Radio, but if people's generosity, you know, moves them, they could expand. Other places in our diocese that maybe don't have the reach right yet could. Hello, this is Barbara Brooks from Duluth, Minnesota at St. Benedict's Church. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Good morning. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting to you live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's been a fantastic morning. Always so goes by quickly. It does. Great guests, great calls. Great, great guests this week, today. If you've missed any of the interviews, um, they will be posted online later today, if not tomorrow morning, at yourcatholicradiostation.com. You can check it out and listen to over and over. So that's at mycatholicradiostation.com? Your. My. Yeah, right, right. So. Did I say my Catholic radio? No, never Did mind. I say your? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it's your catholicradiostation.com. Now you're like. I was poking fun at Heather. You are just messing with the train wreck <laughs> happening right now. We almost made it through Speaking the show of trains, train the train from Sioux Falls runs over, used to run over, to uh, the far western side of Minnesota. Do you know that, Heather? No. Yeah. I'm going to turn. To Rochester. To Rochester. Well, by golly, our next guest is in Rochester as we speak. Scott Nielsen. Good morning. Morning, Scott. Good morning. Good morning, guys. And yeah, Chris, if you want to take that train over, I'll just come pick you up. (laughs) He'll pick you up. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Well, Scott, tell us a little bit about yourself first. Well, sure. I'm. uh, I'm actually new to the Rochester area and the Rochester. Catholic school system, um, born and raised in, in Missouri and, and have worked in the educational field for the last 15 years, um, mainly in higher education, but um, had the chance to, to relocate to Rochester here and be a part of the, the, the community and the school system. Uh, my wife is a native of Austin, Minnesota, so we oh, always yeah. had ties to Minnesota and we, uh, we visit southern Minnesota quite regularly, so um, so it was a move, but not uh, not a move completely out on our own. We're able to move a little bit closer to to family, uh, both in Austin and in the in the Twin Cities. So, okay. so we have you to thank for this last winter that we've had in the Upper Midwest. <laughs> you brought, yeah, we you did, brought this to us. We don't get snow like this in Missouri. I can tell you that. There was, there was a couple times we were kind of questioning ourselves here as we were shoveling. <laughs> Mountains and mountains of snow. If we uh, made the right decision, but um, I think day. I think the entire Midwest has been is hit pretty good. So um, I know our friends back in Missouri. We're still getting a, a healthy amount of snow too. So 
Hopefully, just uh, I'm not the cause. It was just uh, <laughs> uh, just one just of those looking winners. Looking for someone and, to blame. <laughs> yes, yes, and we'll maybe get a great spring and summer out of it. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So you now work for the Rochester Catholic School System. What do you do there? So I'm the director of advancement, um, and and really our umbrella of advancement oversees marketing and enrollment, um, fundraising, website, social media. Um, Basically, anything that's going to be communicating out to the public and, and trying to um, attract folks to, to attend school and, and help us with our primary mission of, of educating in the Catholic faith and then, um, you know, finding those, whether they're alums, businesses, uh, general supporters that want to that give back and impact Catholic education, um, that runs through our office. And uh, we get a chance to connect people with things that they're passionate about and 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 do it all under the umbrella of helping youth, which is great. Right. Amen. So what are, what are the, some of the needs that you're facing in the Rochester Catholic School System, Scott? Well, I kind of touched on the first one. I mean, I think most Catholic schools, the need right now is just um, driving enrollment and getting, getting um, families excited about and, and uh, involved with the Catholic faith and what we can do. So, I mean, until we reach, you know, full capacity and they – have to shut the buildings down and say no more students. Um, that's always going to be our primary mission of what we can do to um, engage and, and attract more families to come in. Um, you know, the great thing about the, the Rochester Catholic School System is we've got, you know, a variety of options, um, preschool up through 12th grade. We've got, um, you know, Holy Spirit and St. Pius are our, our preschool through 5th grade options. We've got St. Francis, which is preschool through 8th grade. Um, St. John's is going to be our new middle school coming online next year, um, and they're going to be 6 through 8. And then we've got Lord High School, which is our, our 9 through 12. So uh, we like to look at as we've got a pretty diverse um, catalog of things for, for families. If they're, if they're new, like I was, coming in from the outside, or if they've, um, they've got preschoolers that they're looking for um, a way to get into the system, we've got plenty of options and uh, hopefully some, some good options that will meet their needs. Wonderful. Outside of that, I mean, like I said, there's, there's always the need for um, support and, and finding ways to, to assist our families. Everybody's budgets are, are tight, and we don't want to make, um, you know, costs be a reason that someone can't attend and, and be a part of the Catholic school system. So, you know, that's always something as, as we look from a fundraising end that we're always um, – trying to get donors to see where they can maybe lend a hand and, and pay it forward to someone um, who may be on the the edge of trying to decide if they can make this work or not. Um, we want to be able to provide some assistance if possible. So um, so those are, you know, really our driving forces right now. Well, and, you know, some of those families that can't quite afford it, um, they find Catholic school to be very important, especially their Catholic education. Can you talk a little bit about um, why families find Catholic education so important? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, it, I mean, let's be honest, the world can be kind of a tough place at time, and, and, and there's so much out there, both, both good and bad. And we look at it as, uh, particularly from the youth, they're, they're faced with so many options and choices. Um, it's important that they're receiving kind of that reinforced values and, and principles um, throughout both at home and at school. Um, this, is, this is a great way for us to be able to, um, you know, really connect with youth and give them some of those tools that can allow them to be successful, not only in school, but 
as they move on into life. And I think Catholic education just provides that um, solid foundation. Um, as a parent myself, we, we want to be there and we want to make all the decisions for our children because we think mm-hmm. we know what's best. Um, but our job is to really put them in position where they, um, they are knowledgeable and they are empowered to make those decisions. And, um, you know, aside from homeschooling, we have to release our children to, to an educational system, and that's where we feel like the Catholic school system does a great job of nurturing and growing and um, uh, bringing out those, those principles and uh, philosophies that um, we hope will, will lead to the best decision-making for them in the future. So, uh, in the Rochester Catholic school system, Scott, what, what kind of how do you articulate the mission that that your system uh, has? Yeah, we've got you know, like like a lot of good organizations, we've got that mission statement, and it's it's centered on you know we want to develop the the whole child, the spiritual, the social, the emotional, um, and the academic growth um, of young people. That's it's the holistic approach when it comes to that. Um, we know as the school system, um, we're doing that in conjunction with parents and guardians. So it's, it's kind of a partnership we look at with the families and, and giving, giving the youth that 24 hours um, in a day of, of attention in a nurturing environment. Um, you know, our students are challenged um, academically, um, but we do that in the, um, you know, the backdrop of the Christ-centered learning environment. Um, you know, we want them to be critical thinkers, problem solvers, visionaries, um, and servant leaders, which, um, you know, is just a great skill to have as you move throughout life. Mm. Amen. Well, for those of you that are just tuning in, uh, we are talking with Scott Nielsen from the Rochester Catholic School System. Um, In our last few minutes here, Scott, you have a great event that's coming up in your area. Can you tell us what's going on? Sure. We've got... um, We've got several events throughout the year that are either fellowship and or fundraising events, and we've got one coming up here at the end of April that's um, really both of those. It's called Our Hearts of Gold. Um, it's our, it's our um, kind of our marquee fundraising event that we do throughout the year. It's kind of evolved over the years from a rummage sale and an event now to just more of a, a formal event. Um, the proceeds from this benefit directly benefit our high school here, so Lord High School. Um, it's Friday, April 26th. Um, it's 6.30. Um, we've got a 5.30 uh, VIP hour before. But the great thing about it is that we're going to host it this year at the New Hilton in downtown Rochester that's just magnificent and going to be such a beautiful um, setting for, for this year's event. It's, it's just opening up, so we're excited about being one of those first events. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's Hearts of Gold, Cirque in the City. We've got kind of a vintage circus theme to this year's event. Um, Great meal, great uh, silent and live auction items, entertainment, um, just a great way to, um, to really see the culture of, of Rochester Catholic Schools. Wonderful. And where can they find out more information on the event? Yeah, best, best place is um, on our website, so um, rcsmn.org. And if you do backslash hearts of gold, all one word, um, that'll take you to a kind of a jumping off point that gives you a little bit more information on the, the event. Um, details on how you can purchase tickets, if you still want to be a sponsor, um, if you've got items you want to donate for a silent auction, anything like that, um, it's a great way. Um, obviously, phone call is, is wonderful as well, too. Um, you reach our office at 507-424-1817, and, and we'll be happy to help you out with that. Awesome. Thanks, Scott. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you guys for Thanks. the time today. And good Thank luck you. on your event. Sounds like it's going to be a fun one. 
All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Well, that's it, Dr. Bergwald. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. Almost. Almost. almost, We're getting there. Let's not get too. Oh, we can't sign off right this second. I don't think that'd be good, radio. Well, we could just leave it with Gregory. Well, if if I signed off, if we signed off early, then I would probably be signing off permanently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose that could happen to me, too. (laughs) So, Gregory, what do you have for us tomorrow? Well, our host on Thursday will be Monsignor Shirt. Schumacher, and do we do enough to help children when it comes to technology and their mental health? Are they getting too much screen time? Dr. Yes. <laughs> He's not asking you. Yeah. Um, Dr. Eileen Stone, a licensed clinical psychologist, will tackle these his- issues head on. And is it manly to form an intimate friendship with Jesus? Isn't that more of a woman's thing? Peter Martin, director of the life of the Office of Life, Marriage, and Family, and the Director of Faith Formation for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, will offer his thoughts. And do you have a specific call to serve the church? If so, what is that call, and how can you answer as a layperson? That's what we'll discuss as we visit with the keynote speaker at the upcoming Pastoral Ministry Days in the Diocese of Rapid City. All this and much more coming up tomorrow. Thanks, Gregory. Thanks, Gregory. Mm -hmm. Well, I suppose Monsignor will probably be more well-behaved than you and I. Than you. <laughs> oh. I've, I've been the picture of good behavior. <laughs> portrait child. Well, if you wanted to tune in. It's, fu- it's just you and Father Jones who we had during Straight Talk. Yeah. We'll blame it on Father Here we go. Okay. So if you wanted to tune in tomorrow on Real Presence Live, it's 9 to 11 Central on your Catholic radio station. And then if you wanted to hear Dr. Bergwald and I, again, we are encoring. Encore. On Saturday. And we forgot to mention to the listeners that uh, they can't call in now. Seriously, you're going to tell them now. At the very, very end. At the very end. It doesn't do any good. Uh, I do know. I have a friend who actually tried to call in last time I was on. Um, She listened (laughs) to On Saturday? Yeah, she tried to call in to uh, win the tickets that we were giving away for the Gift of Hope concert. We should have some kind of a funny answering thing. Sorry about that, Julie. Sorry, Julie. I should have mentioned it an hour ago. Yeah. (laughs) And then some. <laughs> so, but it's been a pleasure, and um, good luck on the rest of your Lent. I don't know if luck is the word. Uh, Godspeed. Godspeed. Godspeed with the rest of your Lent, oh, Heather. God. Are we going to the accents again? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to hear any of our nonsense that we talked about today, and Amen. some of the great guests we had great on, guests. Besides Dr. Bergwald and I. Uh, we're not the guests, so. Yeah. No, no, they don't have to listen to no, just us. No. Uh, those will be posted online at yourcatholicradiostation.com. My and don't catholicradiostation.com? Stop. Your. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> yourcatholicradiostation.com. And we also have an app. If you haven't downloaded the app, definitely go and find it because then you can listen to us wherever you are. Google and Play, uh, the Play Store and the iTunes Store? Yes. There we go. Go for it, folks. Don't hesitate. All right. Any last thoughts? Have a great rest of your Lent. Uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll be on afterwards. So, yeah. All right. Have a good Lent. Thanks, everyone. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central. The encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10 and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. 
Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.